You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. This is Andrew Saber. You're listening to your number one pod, pod, pod. From around the globe. From around the globe. The Anthony and Maddie, Anthony and Maddie Podcast. Yeah, I smoke weed every day. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Turn me up in my headphones a little bit. Alright, alright. No. Welcome to the Maddie and Anthony podcast. Uh, uh, I'm uh. not a real freestyle, but Man, I'm just it's... sitting on my ass. This is great. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> this is the Maddie and Anthony podcast. And I'm really feeling it. We're live at the Laugh Factory, but when I say live, this is the smallest beat. No. Trying to do a cut out. Right. And Maddie, will you start it over? Uh, Kathy's out today. Uh, Maddie is doing the sound and the intro. My and first time using uh, using the system. Right. So. Yeah. And we all can tell, can't we? <laughs> Let's right. start it over. I want to be professional. Oh, shit. Now I feel perfect. Mm. I I don't know what happened there. It just cut out. Yep. You want me to sure try did. it again? Or? Well, let's do one more time, I guess. <sighs> mm. It's my first time using this. Yeah, system. yeah, you just said that. It's, it's We get it. <laughs> wow, man, Greg I'm Buckman's sorry, here. Not... How are you doing, buddy? Well, I'm doing amazing. How are you guys? I, well, as you can tell, I'm not... Th- All right, let's try it one more time. It's not... Uh, it's not... This is my first time using this. Please system. stop saying. Oh shit! I feel it again now. This is actually my jam. When he does dun dun dun, uh, that's what I'm gonna do. No, this uh, is my turn, Maddie. Wow. Craig, Josh. Feels like the first time. Welcome to the Maddie and Anthony podcast. This isn't live. I said it's live. I don't know. Ah oh, shit! I don't know how to freestyle. Okay, I'll try it again. Welcome to the Maddie and Anthony podcast. We're live at the Laugh Factory. When I say live, it's pre-recorded. Don't mess with me because if you're aborted, because you're not really there. It's extorted. Sometimes I can't even think of myself looking at me like I am in self-help. Oh, shit. I can't believe it's really happening. I'm Anthony, and I'm really, really rapping. <laughs> Turn it down. That was really good of me. I feel really... That was good. I think you have a future in rapping. Well, I... I would, except for I'm very out of breath, and I think some of my words are off. But God, that well, you, really worked. You have out. to take some. You need to do it from your diaphragm and really. Oh yeah. Because you can't rap from your throat. You got to do it from your diaphragm. Uh, Greg Buckman's here uh, with your as uh, with your news training. Have you learned to speak with your diaphragm? Wow, diaphragm. Wow. All right, Greg. My frisbee. <laughs> thanks wow, for, that's a frisbee? Thanks for your what is that? Uh, diaphragm insight there, Greg. Yeah, yeah, Greg, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing amazing. How are you both? Great. Well, I uh, I was actually talking with Greg last night. Greg, why aren't you looking us in the eyes? Why are you looking down? He's sad. Oh, wow, I'm sorry. Are I'll you make sad? eye contact. <laughs> I was speaking with Greg last night, and it was so interesting because I emailed something to Greg, and he didn't know how to use email, which is a, it's a rarity in this day and age. Well, what was going on? Wow. <laughs> well, you, I, I couldn't get on the um, internet without everything popping up, and my wife was standing there, and I uh, had, had to hit clear history. And she she showed you how to do that. Wait, why did you have to hit clear history? Yeah. Well, well. Um, uh, Should we not go there? Or? Yeah. Is it well, pornography? Maybe not a, 
Wow, what's Are you that? looking up like birdhouses or something? Well, yeah, birdhouses. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Tweet, Wait a tweet. second. Wow, wow. Are you telling us that you had to clear history before your wife saw what you were looking at? Wow, heck yeah. Wow. Um, can I <laughs> say, why were you looking at pornography while we were on the phone together? Well, no, well, I was not doing that, okay? I just, I don't know how those Greg. sites keep popping up. And wow, popping up, wow. Are you talking about an erection that you had? Wow. Um, um, oh, yeah. Where's my rubber mallet? Wow. Yeah, exactly. Maddie, how are you? Are, is everything better? Let's just clean slate that conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, I had a funny audition story I wanted to tell, if that's okay. Uh, is that okay with you guys? You guys didn't say anything, so I don't know. <laughs> You're not... You're not speaking. You're just kind of blatantly looking at me. So I'll just tell you the story unless you want me to. <laughs> Greg. Greg. Um, all right. So I'm just going to tell the story, even though these guys don't want to hear it. But um, when I first. So do you want to hear it or not? Okay. I'm just going to tell the story. Um so uh, when I first moved to L.A., uh, one of my big auditions was to be an extra in Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And I was really excited about it because they fly you out there and um, they put you up uh, in the Bermudas or something in a hotel. So you get a free trip to the Bermudas and you get paid all this money. And I was super excited and I was auditioning to be a pirate. And uh, I go to the audition, and I really went all out. Like, I um, really I, I had a whole idea for my character. Like, um, uh, I put Vaseline in my hair because I thought that that would um, kind of add to the... That I was really... Uh, not, uh, I wasn't a very hygienal, um, if that's a word, uh, pirate. So um, I, I got to the audition and I decided like, oh, my character has a bucket. <laughs> like I, I brought a bucket full of water and a sponge because I had this idea that I'm the person who cleans up the ship and I'm going to uh, really do that. So I get in the audition. There's a whole bunch of other pirates. I'm the youngest pirate. Everyone looks like a pirate. And they direct us what the scene's going to be. It's all improvised. It's going to be these pirates, or, uh, they're um, arguing over whiskey and who gets to drink the whiskey. And I was like, okay. And so they, they hit action. They said action. They didn't hit action. They said action. And um, I decided to completely ignore the direction. And I just got on my knees and started mopping the floor with my hand <laughs> and they started the scene <laughs> just completely ignored what the direction didn't follow along and it was ridiculous and just looking back like i i was so oh and also i forgot to mention that before the audition i was really getting in the character and i pictured like oh i might cry at some point in the audition so i was trying to make myself cry in my car um and uh yeah and then so yeah and then you know 
I did the mop thing and the director didn't uh, the director I think they just didn't react they're just like what is what's wrong with this guy and I didn't get the part and I was very distraught about it and very sad so it's a pretty ridiculous audition story so I'm glad I told you guys because it seemed like you really wanted to know about it although you're being very quiet and you haven't said anything so I really like that story, Maddie. But I got something for you right now. Greg, say fast talking for 30 seconds. I'll count down. Go! Well, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking, fast talking. No, 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 no. Talk fast. I'm going to start you over. Wow, what do I do wrong? I want you to tell a really fast story. In 30 seconds, go! Wow. Um... like I said, uh, the other day I was working with dogs and uh, five dogs got away. One, uh, we found them uh, at the park because there were uh, lots of trees there and we were looking uh, all over. Well, time. That was pretty good. That was good. Maddie, that is an interesting story. Uh, I like how you said that uh, pirates don't, uh, you were unhygienic pirate when uh, all pirates should be unhygienic, right, Greg? <laughs> Well, they sure should be. Well, uh, could have been some clean pirate. Uh, Maddie, do we have a phone call we could do? Yeah, uh, we do. Um, so we're gonna call uh, uh, Chase Bernstein, very Chase good friend Bernstein. of the show. Now she hasn't been on the show, but she's friends with all of us. Uh, Maddie, uh, Greg, and myself uh, all did a show on Sunday with Chase, and uh, we have a really interesting, fun kind of uh, story for her. Let me see here if she can uh, answer. Oh, Make wait. sure to hold the, the bottom of the fan, phone, the fan. All right, so we're calling Chase. Chase Bernstein, very funny comedian, writer for... True TV. Tell her I said Hello. hi. Hey, Chase, it's Anthony and Maddie. What's oh up? Oh, God. You're on our uh, podcast right You're now. You're on our uh, podcast. Thank How's you. it feel? How's it um, feel? Thank you. Damn, that was exciting. I saw the call from Burbank, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, Burbank is the way to go. Chase, yeah. I, I'd like to talk to you about something. We have Greg Buckman here. Can you hear it all, Greg? <laughs> uh, I sure can. Okay, Greg can hear. Uh, uh, after your set, you had a lovely set. Uh, me and you were sitting in the back uh, of the uh, theater, and uh, Greg was not watching the show, uh, but he comes in the door, and what's he say to you? Um, hey, Greg, he asked me, he said, uh, did you already go up? And I said, oh, yeah, I did. And he goes, great job. <laughs> he did say great job, didn't he? <laughs> Greg, can he you, did, yeah. Greg, can you come clean here? Chase needs you to come clean. What, are you, what were you talking about? <laughs> well, I was talking about what a great set she had. Yeah, but you, yeah, didn't, but you, you didn't, didn't, clearly you didn't, didn't watch her it. set. You, you asked her if she went it. up. <laughs> Wow, but it was a great job. How do you know? <laughs> wow, um, because, uh, well, I was outside the door with the door closed. and um, how, Okay, how that, did Chase feel about her set? What's the question? Maddie wants, uh, I mean, you might not hear him. Uh, Maddie wants to know how you did, how you felt about your set. Um, I felt pretty good about it, you know, for the room. Um, mm-hmm. When it's like a small, intimate space like that, it's like you're not going to go like, into fifth gear, you know? Right, it's right. Like, let's just keep it local and have some fun. What gear did you wild, feel that you like, were at there about, for personally, what gear? 
what gear was I in? You said you don't go fifth. Three point five. So you're almost full full throttle. But this is what what we need to talk about. This is what we need to. I thought she was great, and I actually saw her. Yeah, I saw her. But the thing is, is Greg, your story is not adding up because what Greg said. He said (laughs) he walked up and he does his regular. He says, "Wow, Chase, did you go up yet?" She said, "Yeah." He says, "Great job." He's he, so that your story's not adding up because you said you heard her from the outside, didn't you? Not well. Yes, I did. I thought she was amazing. Then why did you ask if she went up yet? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know, um, just admit that you just messed admit up. It. Well, I did not mess up. She was amazing, but, but you did uh, not see her, Greg, or hear her. Because you said you didn't. You asked if she went up. Uh, wow. Good job. Good job. Good job. Well. Um, well, well, maybe I, I messed up a little bit, but oh. wow, she did amazing. <laughs> How do you know? Right, Chase? <laughs> wow. Um, I was thinking about later, because, yeah, I know we were like, that's funny, but it, it, I thought maybe he was saying great job, just like in general. Like, oh. Like, like getting up there, like of getting out there, like just to go up just there. Just be a person. Like, like it wasn't a comment on the quality. He was just like, hey, great job in like doing stand up, you know? Craig, that is, is, that that what is you very meant? cool. Is you, that what man? you meant by that, Craig? Well, yes. I mean, um, I, I always tell everybody, great, great job. I get in trouble. Sometimes a guy will bomb and I'll go, great job, great job. And I've been in trouble for that before because they bombed. But I always tell everyone, great but job. Let, but I want to back up. Chase by no means bombed. And I watched her. It was very funny what Chase did. Uh, but, Greg, uh, thank you for... I. I, th- I thank you for your honesty because that's what you meant. You said great job in life. You weren't saying great job on the set, correct? Well, I was saying great job in everything, and I was so happy to see her. Mm-hmm. You guys are dear friends. Well, we go back a long way. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, pen pals. Pen pals. Uh, Chase, thank you so much for coming on. And I just, uh, do, do you want to say anything life? to Greg? Or uh, say how's, how's life? And do you want to say anything to Greg, how you feel? Or. You know, it's been a it's been a couple days since the event. I'm still processing. Yes, the event. I um, like that. Still, my emotions are still very raw. Um, I like you that. Know what? I I believe he had good intentions. You know, <laughs> Greg. Greg is making like gestures. Is like what? Well, she needed to come on and get it off her chest, Greg. Is what we're saying. She needed to talk to you. That's why she's on the phone here. She felt. Right. Yeah. Greg looks confused. Yeah. And honestly, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity and the platform. Yeah. To get <laughs> how how does she feel about life? Yeah, after this, after this, after the incident, <laughs> after the event, right? After the event. Yeah, that I'm still processing. You know, um, still processing, and uh, still you know, processing. Can move past this. Well, thank you, you know, so much you for do, yeah. like five years. Greg, do you want, want to say anything to Chase? Uh, like, uh, please, he's ready to he's ready to open up. Wow, Chase, I'm so sorry. I mean, are 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 you okay with me? Um, Greg, we are as good as we've ever been. All right, um, great. Maybe even better. Again, if if you're just tuning in, uh, Greg ran into Chase in the in the back of the of the comedy theater. Uh, he walked up her and said, wow, Chase, did you go up? Chase said, yes. And he says, great job. Um, 
And it really, it really threw Chase for for uh, a, a, an opportunity. But we gave these two the opportunity yes. to make up. And Greg, you clearly have something to say before we uh, close out with uh, Chase. And and how do you guys feel? Are you guys friends now? Well, I hope so. I'm so sorry, Chase. I, I a really bad ADHD, and um, you know, I I didn't have my Adderall that day. And um, well, I'm sorry. I I forgot that I didn't see the set. But wow, you always do amazing. I, she's yeah, always right. so funny. Yeah. So I, you, you know, know. What? I, I, yeah, I, you're amazing, and I appreciate that. And yes, I only feel like good things coming from him. So that's you know. perfect. And Greg is one of the best men we know. He's one, he's the best friend of the show. He's the newsman okay. here, so he he does it all. And uh, we love our Greg Buckman, and we love our Chase. And Chase, you have to come or maybe next week if you're free on Tuesday. Come down, and we'll have a whole whole thing and have a nice conversation. Well, she, can you think you, she can recover? Yeah, if she can recover, she'll be here. All right. Yeah. We love our Chase. We love our Greg. Thank you, Chase. You guys are hugging in the air. You I'm. Really are. Awesome. Thanks, Chase. Bye. Bye. Good night. Wow, what an interesting conversation. What do you think, buddy? What's going on, Greg, in your mind right now? Are you sad? Are you, is a lot of things racing? Well, kind of embarrassed. I mean, I really thought I had seen her set. Yeah. It might have been because we, uh, Chase and myself have a similar delivery. Uh, so maybe well, it was. When let's you hear from uh, from Ari. How you doing, there, Ari, Ari? Yeah, Ari didn't get a chance. Ari to is talk filling to in for Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I just got to say, Greg is really lucky that Chase is so understanding and kind. Right. Because I mean, if yeah. this were me, unforgivable. 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 But luckily, yeah. luckily it was Chase, and you guys are all good. Yeah, she's a very forgiving. Wasn't that a movie, Unforgivable, or is that yeah. Unforgiven? It's Unforgivable Kimmy Schmidt. Or making Unforgivable with Greg and Chase. Is it Unforgivable Kimmy Schmidt or something, right? That's Unbreakable. Greg, what is it? Unbreakable. Unforgiven. Unforgiven was Ari, a cowboy movie. What's going on with you and yeah, your life, Ari, Ari? What's up, brother? Oh, man, so much. I just installed a light dimmer switch in my bedroom. I recently came into some money. I should start there. Oh, shit. <laughs> so immediately and get Podcast the money pays. Yeah, some podcast money. So I got <laughs> a light dimmer switch from my bedroom just to, you know, set the mood, whatever mood I want. It could mm. be a bright mood. could be for, a, a For a romantic mood. or just, you know, for you to sit and think Sometime, about stuff? A little of both, you know. I yeah. most, you know, I'd like it. I, let's be honest. I got it for romantic. Yes. But now that I got it, I realized I don't have a lot of romantic oh. in my life, and I've been okay. using it mostly for myself and for. But but and you have lizards, right? Do they like it? I have a lizard, a snake, and a tarantula. They're in a different room, so they don't even get to experience okay. this. Okay, because I was going to say maybe take them out, and you can be more romantic. Th- those are kind of scary things for a new lizard, new lady, reptiles, right? Don't they? Well, like it a makes a lot of light. They like a sunlight. Yeah, they I do. have them okay. by a window. But uh, you say take them out to get more romantic, but I like to make the girls feel very vulnerable, a little scared. Around the And then animals. I protect them. Oh. And that oh. kind of makes them feel What kind of snake Snake and lizard? Did you read that on the internet? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I read that on a dating book that I got <laughs> uh, on the internet. Yeah, what kind of uh, animals <laughs> are we talking about? Like specific snake? What this kind? is a western hognose snake. It's mildly venomous, but very friendly. Jesus, oh my, my God! What are we I could doing, not buddy? sleep at night. Have you How always do you ha- sleep at night? Have you handled these things all your life? Yeah, I've been a reptile guy my whole life. It's a uh, you know I have a few passions in life. That's comedy, podcasting, and reptiles. Wow, you do- should do a podcast on reptiles. I, I keep. Yeah. I should. That'd I be keep a great interrupting you. 
Uh, have you, uh, at one moment in your life ever been bitten by a venomous snake? I, if I'm being honest, as much as I'd like to say live on the air that I've been bitten by a venomous snake, I think that'd be a cool story. I haven't, I've never been bitten by a snake. Do you handle the venomous snake? I do. I handle it daily, but it's just, she's so sweet and friendly. I got her when she was a baby and she would never bite me because we love each other. Is it true that she may bite you? <laughs> she could. If I catch her on a bad moment or maybe she's asleep and she gets startled. I love it's it. It's possible. And then the lizards, they're not in the same cage. They'd probably fight or do they think they all get along? They would probably fight. I keep them separated. Have you had a dating situation in your day when you, before the, dim, the light dimmer? Pre-light dimmer dating. Pre-dimmer that Pre. you brought uh, a person home. BD before dinner. And they yeah. saw the the animals, the snakes and the reptiles. Did they have you has that happened where they freaked out or anything on you? I have I've had five girlfriends in my life. Okay. Full disclosure, five relationships. Yes. Girlfriend number five, the most recent one. I put she said she wanted to hold my tarantula. Oh my god. So I put just the the leg of the tarantula starts to touch her. Oh my god. She burst into uncontrollable tears. Is this true? This is true. Why? I don't know. I, th- I guess it, it's uncontrollable. It's giving it was me just anxiety. a bodily reaction, and she just burst into tears. She said, like, get it off. Anxiety. She screamed. I took it away, and we're all good now. And how often did she see the tarantula prior to this? Uh, she knew, she watched it through the glass. But the, it's, oh my God, yeah, it's, it's giving me, uh, giving me the chills thinking about all this stuff. All You've right. got to come on more often. Yeah. We need... A snake. We, we do. Charmer. A man we who talk about reptiles. We do. You're the That's best. amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we, we should get uh, Jack Knight, I think, is around the corner. So. Jack Knight, funny, funny comedian. He funny has a new guy. Netflix special uh, right now that just came out like yeah. Friday. I He's believe. hilarious. The comedy lineup on Netflix. He's on that. So we're going to interview uh, Jack Knight. Yeah. Oh, this is actually a great opening right now. It feels like an... Uh, a whole thing's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard him on Big Mouth. Now you can see him on the comedy lineup on Netflix. Oh, I thought it stopped for a minute. No. You heard him on Big Mouth. The comedy lineup on Netflix. He's hilarious. It's out now. His 15 He's minutes of stand-up man. is hilarious on that show and all over. Jack Knight. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was that was really really good. Yeah, I feel good about it. You I, leaned into it. I was about everything that yeah, you were doing. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. I had to I had to think that the beat stopped for a minute. And I was like, "What am I gonna <laughs> do?" I thought it was a pause, you, but, but you I leaned thought. in. You were professional. And by the way, yeah, everyone listening you. at home, he did this all with his legs crossed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's that was impressive. that was very impressive. Is, you couldn't uh, even. You couldn't even get your air out because your no. legs were crossed, but you still found that air yeah. in your chest and pushed it through. What's a diaphragm? Who needs it? <laughs> he uh, he has asthma too. So really, yeah, he's, so he's I done it where he's severe, gotten out of like, uh, breath. Uh, he's done it where he's gotten out of breath, and I've been scared. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm scared. happy I don't have that many credits, so you don't have to like keep spewing. No, you uh, you have credits. <laughs> you have credits. If I had like four more, you might have lost your breath and passed out. You have ten more. I would handle it. I can. Uh, my legs would have been on crawl. I'm ready. I can do anything. I can do it for you. Yeah. But I would probably faint after a while probably yeah uh th- thank you so much for yeah, coming in for here having me i'm excited so, so what's going on with you jack what's up what's chilling new? day off from day off from uh big mouth 
we're we're nice. we're working on that again. And uh, I kind of today I went to go get a haircut. I know it doesn't look like it, but I got a lineup. Nice. And then I ate ramen. Oh, at Tatsu Ramen on Melrose, and an Armenian with an American America Great Again hat came in. Wow. Yeah. What? And, I, and I was just like, here, you have the audacity. Like at that point, when when it's like on their turf, I get it. Pride, yeah. yada yada. Yeah. But like, if you're at Tatsu Ramen on Melrose next to like a gay nail salon, it's like, what's he doing? Now in you're that just being a bully. Now you're just being a bully. Yeah. Go get garbage ramen like you're Go supposed to. Go get a to. different hat. Yeah. <laughs> Go get a different <laughs> hat. Why do you yeah. need to? And and what good? Because racists don't do? have good food spots. Oh, that's the thing. You can't. There's no Make America Great Again bar that has fantastic Go chicken else. wings. At least, yeah, that's, at least that's not ridiculous. around here. You might have to go to like uh, Indiana for something like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I know you're from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, the audience doesn't. Uh, what, what was it like growing up around there? Seattle was dope, man. It, it was very liberal. It was. It was like. It was like. A, I don't know. It was just like a childhood. Like, yeah. I, like being out here, I have a lot of people from LA, and like they when they describe growing up, it was like, wait, you guys were doing what? Like, I had to actually ride a bike around my neighborhood. Seattle itself is is a beautiful, beautiful city with a lot of black people. Stop saying it's not. They're going to hurt you. Yeah, Maddie. (laughs) (laughs) I have never said that. Thank you for bringing that up. Maddie says that often. Often. I've never said that. That's how he brought me up on stage on Sunday. It was weird. Uh, (laughs) I read that you uh, started uh, stand-up in the high school days. Is that right? I started the last day. The first day, front time I ever did comedy was... uh, the last day of high school. Last day, so I you're forced, celebrating. Forced, 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 forced. By your by, friends? By my friend Maria Fam. I'm sure she's listening. Sure, <laughs> and, sure. and my homie Darius Rios. They tricked me, brought me down to a comedy club called the Seattle Underground Comedy Club. Uh, was Wait, Mike. where did they tell you you were going? Sorry. I thought we were going to get something to eat. No. <laughs> I thought we were going to get something. And so we went into this bar and they were like, hey, he's under 18. I'm like, why the fuck do we need to say I'm under eight? I mean, I'm under 21. <laughs> To eat, yeah. Eat. Why are you checking me? Yeah, in? I was like, I didn't. I, I thought it was a play in my head. I was like, oh, they probably just serve drinks and whatever food we're eating. So I didn't really care. Right. We go downstairs. They like write my name in a bucket, do the whole nine. We're sitting oh there. It's like God. all these wet, garbage, white, <laughs> frumpy male comedians all sitting in the room. Like, oh you ever rape a rapist? It's like, oh okay, my God. I don't know what this is, but this is the first time I've ever seen comedy, stand up comedy. You're you're trying to celebrate your last day of school. You ever raped they, a rapist? Yeah, oh just my fucking. God. And I was like, this is garbage. And then yeah. they're like, hey, you're, you're coming up. I was like, what? They're like, you're coming up. I was like, fucking, what the fuck is wrong? And I've been talking shit about how funny I was all school year. And I was right. like, fine, fuck it. I'm not going to let them prove me wrong. I go up there, eat a dick, eat a cold, hard dick. <sighs> and all I did was sit up there talking about, uh, the joke was, it was like the differences between the Aunt Vivs and how I wish that like they would do that with other sitcoms and like it was. You mean they change it? Change it from a dark skin. I like one. that. Yeah, it it's had better, legs. It's better than raping a rapist. Yes. No, I did just as bad as he did though. Didn't do comedy for two months and I was like, all right, I moved to LA and do comedy now. Oh, two months is it? Never. Yeah. Well, cause I bombed so bad. My thinking, my egotistical thinking was like, that's the lowest that I'll ever feel in this. So that's, I'm sure everything, think everything else is probably gonna be better. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Well, but I, I left LA with that mentality. You know, comedy. I, mean, is, I left Seattle with that mentality. What do they say? Comedy is a thing of a failure. A lot of comedians. They said. I think Jerry Seinfeld or somebody said. said it's always. It's like ninety percent failure. <laughs> right. But right. but it. But once you get into it and you kind of keep going with it, you you know it. It's a you you get used to it and then yeah. you. Uh, 
prevail. You get to you get to a point where you just like you fail so much where failing is the fun. Right. Succeeding isn't fun. Like doing yeah, like yeah. killing hard, you get to a point if you're really good, you know, you're like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like taking a left turn at that point where you're just like, I know how to drive a car. <laughs> uh when did you feel so you got to LA uh what was that like did you go to open mics or mm-hmm. how did you get started well when i first moved here i lied to my mom and said i was going to to school and Ooh. i and i didn't and so what i would do oh is, is i would just go to the improv and like to the comedy store and all these places and i would just look at i would just sit and watch and my first ever like actual sitting down watching a comedy show was at the improv and the lineup was andrew santino brent moore and gerard carmichael and bill burr Oh, that was my wow. first ever ever visual show. That's show. a good show. And this is back when they were like just the, they were back they were back like being the young gunners. No one really knew who they were, but everyone knew right. who they were type of shit. Right. And I remember like Andrew was hilarious, Dry was hilarious, all people were hilarious, and then Burr went up, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And right. I, I remember thinking like, "Whatever that is, bad or good," because like he would like lose them, they get them back, and like it was just bro, was just up there fighting. And I was right, like, right. I want to do that. All these other people were <laughs> hilarious, but like, I just want to be up there just sparring and yeah, day yeah. in, day out, just like fighting everything you know. Right. And it was, and yeah, Burr was the the person to like get me to stop yeah. being scared to go with open mics. And I just, right after that, started doing mics. You're when, the best comedian I've ever seen. Ever man. Seen. You're incredible. Man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just want to say thank that. You, thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Really great. You were uh, so you, 18. 19. You, mo- or you were 19 when you moved here. Mm hmm. And did you know anybody? No. How did you? No, I do. How a whole, did you live? I do a whole joke about it. Yeah. Where, like I moved here with no friends and no family. And wow. Were, yeah, but it's oh, nothing. I had nobody. No roommates. Nothing. Nah. Did you just get a place, or did you? Like, I got, I stayed in like this this fucking hostel. Yeah. Basically, by my like with these two like Middle Eastern dudes. Did who you would, share a room with them? Mm-mm. Okay. I had my own room, but like I I just like had enough money over just. Child, I I would get child support payments still, so I'll just live off of that, which is like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's just, nothing. That's at at all. But right. I th- but in in my child brain, I was like three hundred dollars a month. I'm fucking rich. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I'm a fucking I'm a fucking thrive in this city. Let's go to the candy yeah. store on yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just it was pretty bad, and I was just fortunate enough to where like a year into comedy and like trying to really like I would go hard. I'd do five open mics a night, every single wow. night. With like my my homie Garrick Bernard and, and and we would just hit up every single mic 150 times. So like I would say a week, we maybe do 20 spots easily. Wow, easily. And then go watch. The, That's why you're so good. And then just go watch stand up. Yeah. And, we, and then we wake up and we we uh, send each other specials to watch. And so I'll send him a special and I'll like watch it and I'll tell him what I think and he'll send me a special and I'll watch it and I'll tell him what I think and then we'll do that all day. Until it was like if we didn't have work, I got a job yeah. at Starbucks eventually. But if we didn't have work, we just since back, we'd only talk about comedy. We wouldn't we? I didn't fuck no girls. I didn't do nothing but just two two years of straight comedy. And in a year and a half in the comedy, I got a writing job. That's amazing. For I feel the like the, uh, the Lucas obsession. Brothers Moving Comedy, I mean, uh, Moving Company. I don't know if you guys know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Great you watch show. that show? Yeah, yeah I wrote for that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. awesome, man. Great. Yeah, and you, 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 you've been a writer. Have you been a writer ever since? You're writing on Big yeah, Mouth. Yeah, yeah. I wrote for. I mean, between Lucas Brothers and Big Mouth, which wasn't that much time, I was like jumping around from gig to gig. That's doing, awesome, man. Yeah, that's I worked amazing. for Comedy Central a bunch. I worked for like the MTV Awards, the SPs. Uh, 
So when did you tell your mom that you're not going to school? When I got when I got the job at the, at the Lucas Brothers. Okay, that's she when didn't you finally. Know. And then she she finally got like this. She finally got like this uh, this mail from the school saying that he's never been coming. Here. Like, <laughs> oh And she my hit God. me up and she was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, right? "Hey, I just got hired at a job for Fox." And they're like, "She was like, next time I'm gonna oh, fucking you, shoot you oh, out." Wow. Be, did she ever have that conversation? No, I've you? only been doing well since. So <laughs> you, she so she can't catch away. me. But once I fall off, I'm getting that lecture. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Remember when you did she have to? Uh, she thought you were here though, right? But yeah, she, she knew I was here. She knew, okay, okay. but she's also like, I'm not one of those kids. I'm, the, I'm like, my mom all. I'm I'm a, I'm American American. So right. like, my mom also tried a dream. Like when she was 1920, she moved down to LA from Louisiana, trying to be in fashion, like all right. be a fashion whatever the fuck. And then that fell through. But she met my dad, and then he was trying to be an actor or something. And they both started doing other things. But you were so she was supportive of your comedy. Incredible! Like she was just like, as long as you're good at it, I don't give a fuck. Great, great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then when I came, I came home. I think a year and a half ago, two years ago, to Seattle to headline my first show. Oh, that's great! And like everybody I ever knew came, and I just smashed. Of course, it's because they were there. But it was one of those things where everybody in the room who were kind of skeptical about the move, who didn't know what was going on down in L.A., were just like, "Oh, he's fine." And so I don't. I haven't had that pressure for a while. Uh, that's that's beautiful. Your your stand up. You're very you're very deep and intuitive and intelligent. Um, Thank you. Did you read? Uh, do you read quite a bit of books? Or I I, I absorb a lot of information. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I'm incredibly well read. But I'll I'll definitely like if I'm on a long, if I'm like on a flight, I'll definitely knock out some shit. But that's awesome. It's mostly just like biographies. It'll be like. Fred Hampton shit or just like ideas. I just like ideas a bunch, but I'm not a person who just reads, reads, reads. I like uh, looking shit up. I love conversation. Because at the end of the day, all a book is was just some shit some other dude said. Sure. So talk to people around you. Well, right, also right, Seattle's yeah, yeah. a very free thinking. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, uh, no, no. I'm so open I f- community. I know? feel so bad for comics come coming up because like I grew up in such a I like I still grew up doing like loving Patrice and loving Burr and loving like that gully, mm-hmm. fucking angry. Uh, one-sided opinion shit but I grew up in such a progressive place to where people are like how people are kind of against Nanette that new comedy that new special mm-hmm. uh, where uh-huh. it's just like that's not comedy that's not it's like I grew up with only her I only grew up with Hannah Gatsby so I don't this doesn't bother me right does that right. make sense yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I grew up in a world where I was always the outside thing or right, the outside yeah. idea so like when people have opposing opinions I'm like yeah okay Right, right. I don't care. It has nothing yeah, to yeah. do with me. When you were kind of obsessing over comedy, did you have like people you obsessed over specifically? Did Chappelle. You, he was your number one. Chappelle was my number one easily, and then number number two would probably be uh, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny, yeah. dude. Bugs Bunny is my is favorite. Is the number one man. comedian of all time. Yeah, he's the number he's one the comedian best. of all time. He just he, is that he just, Mel Blank. Yes. All right. Yeah. So yeah. he's. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, but he, he's. he's I, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say he's he's modeled after Marx, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I ate so many. I was obsessed with Bugs Bunny that I I ate so many carrots, and I just be like, you know, what's up, Doc? <laughs> yeah, just it's great. Ended up puking up all these carrots. I, was I used so to I used to find it so funny, and like my friends hated it, but I used to find it so funny when Bugs would do the thing where 
someone will get mad at him and he'll like put on a dress and he'll be like, what do you think, big boy? And he's like, he like Elmer Fogg be like, I know you're Bugs Bunny. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, Mwah! and like run away. I like, used to think that was the funniest shit. Yeah, yeah. To just like be in such an aggro male situation and be like, well, now I'm a girl and I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. And there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do then? Yeah. He was accepted for doing that. Bugs. They didn't. No, people didn't judge, but they no. they still love Bugs. Yeah, bugs. Bugs, like that. bugs had his own bathroom. Yeah, Bugs did it. Uh, it, it. Did I see that you at one point? Did you open for Chappelle at one point? Yes. And how was that? Then? That was it. It's a it's a long story. If we have the time, I think. Yeah, Ari, yeah we were you did. there? I was there. Ari was there. Um, this is back you when and, I was. Uh, what's his name? Me and uh, Valentino, Valentino. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. I say everybody. This is back in uh, when I was like twenty. I could no, I was nineteen. This is like right the, the very so year. You first. You when you first moved here, pretty much didn't like open a, for him. Didn't open for oh, him. But okay. le- this is what led to opening for oh, okay. him. Which yeah, was, uh, yeah. Let's hear it. I I was I was running around this comedian named uh, Valentino McCoy and Chloe McGovern. I uh, Chloe's in New York doing great now. So shout out to Chloe. Um, and we're at the Laugh Factory here. Boom, 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 boom. We're oh, standing wow. outside, and the security, the the door dude, just knew who I was because I'll just always be around. And he was just like, "Hey, come here." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Dave Chappelle." This is back when Chappelle was a unicorn. When he'll do those like five hour comedy sets in right, the middle right, of the night. Right. And he was like, "Yo, Chappelle's at the comedy store." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Chappelle's at the comedy store. Go." And I was like, "Fuck!" So <laughs> we sprint all the way down the street to the comedy store, just dead. And Tino's a fat motherfucker, so he was just, <laughs> just sweaty and titties everywhere. It was wild. And we were just sprinting down the street, all looking dusty and dirty after doing like four mics that night. And this had to be like maybe. Midnight one. This is and this is God's here. God is yeah, yeah. here now. Right. And so we went there and they wouldn't. I couldn't get in and Tino couldn't get in because we're both under twenty one. But Chloe, who's nineteen, she had a fake ID, so she went around back and she's like, "Fuck off!" Eh. Oh, and went and watched fucking Chloe. And so we stood there for like an hour on that. I don't know if you've ever been in the comedy store, but there's like the little front area where you can stand and look into the original room and right, see the performer right. on that stage. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And so we just stood there on, on the patio and just watched Chappelle. Can you hear what he's saying? From the side. From the side. Just, just look at his just, mannerism. Just like, I just wanted to see how bro moved. I just right. wanted to see, because like, I, I couldn't hear what he was saying, but I can see how he would take a drag and deliver a punchline or like turn around and, and control the room and his pacing. And, and I was like, fuck, he's, Fuck, this is it. This is the thing. He's doing every part of the thing that I've been studying forever. And eventually he noticed us just standing there because we've been standing there for like an hour, 15 at this point. He's like, look at these kids. Da, da, da. Start making fun of us. Start making fun of us. And he's like, bring them in. We weren't allowed to go in there because they lose their liquor license if they found out. They sure. Were in there. Oh, wow. So, they, so Chappelle, they brought us in and then Chappelle told us a story about how Wanda Sykes used to sneak him into clubs and call her that call him uh, his, her nephew. That way they, they, he wouldn't get into trouble and then he would sneak on stage at the end of the night. Oh, wow. And so I was yeah. like, fuck, that's crazy. And so every, everyone's there. The room is packed, star-studded, it's crazy. And I didn't know, but I wasn't paying attention because I was just staring at Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, you guys got time? I maybe had four minutes. Three minutes, if that. And I was like, yeah. And Tino was like, what the fuck? Don't just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just put us all in it. And he was just wow. like, come up on stage. I'm walking down the aisle in the back of the room. It's Hannibal, Byron Bowers, Chris D'Elia, uh, Donald Glover. This is before Because of the Internet came out. Uh, Gerard Carmichael, um, Brent Morin, Fahim Anwar. Ali Wong was there, I think. Uh, Neil Brennan was there. Just names on a names. List, a Ari list. Of, uh, a fucking crazy list of people who right. I've been looking up to my entire life. That's or my amazing. entire time that I've yeah, known yeah. of their existence. And so I get on stage, and we're standing on both sides of him. And he starts telling a little jokes, starts making fun of us a little bit. And then he was like, who wants to go first? 
And so, and so we kind of just both stand there. And he like takes the coin from the world and he flips it. I was like, I'll, I'll go. I kind of said it under my breath. He like, I was like, I'll go. And he caught it and looked at me. He's like, fine. Here you go, kid. <laughs> and then <laughs> went up there and did three minutes of my of my best shit at the time. And of course, now looking back, the jokes are hot garbage. But it was just like a child is in front of his his comedic hero doing his best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, the yeah, crowd yeah. was losing it. Of course. That's losing amazing. it. It was great. It was one of the most insane nights of my entire life. That's and Chappelle amazing. was just like, who the fuck is this kid? He probably has an agent. Da, 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 da. Tino went up, crushed, did his fucking thing. We get off stage. We go in the back and he started telling me, he, we just talked for like 45 minutes about 45? Just wow. strong. With 40, your hero. Just, and just, I was like just looking at him. I can barely hear his words because I was just like, he's talking to me. I could barely retain that, the information. That man is fate. You know, I mean? He's like, like an old ass tree. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like one of those oracle trees where like if yeah. they, like they just talk with the wind. He's like that to me. Yeah, totally, man. And that's, that's incredible that then, you got to Then fast forward, we me and Tino and all all my friends found out around the city, so they all pulled up and we're all jumping around dancing. Sure, outside. sure. And he pulls up with this with this lady named Sarah Mello. She like runs shows all over town, whatever. And he was sitting in the passenger seat and he rolled down the window. He's like, kid, come here. So I walk over and I was like, yeah. He's like, remember, rumble, young man, rumble. And he rolled up the window and drove off. What? I get a, I get a call a year later saying that Dave Chappelle wants you to do the Oddball Comedy Festival. Awesome. And so wow. I did that. And then I opened for uh, uh, one of his early tapings of his specials in Chicago, which he ended up moving somewhere else. But of those four, I was like, I think like the first one I opened for that one. And then I opened for his recent one where he did the belly room. So oh, was wow. there time in between from you and the oddball that you had interaction with him or did he yeah, just yeah. Remember? Every time, he, every time he, he has a crazy memory, a hmm. crazy, crazy memory. So like every time he would come and he'd see me in the hallway at the comedy store, he'd be like, Jack Knight, Jack Knight. And he was inspired uh, to meet you. You're a young kid. He was a young kid. I mean, yeah, I think, sure I think that's, that's pretty awesome. But he doesn't, he doesn't watch you. Yeah. I don't think he's ever seen me do stand up. Well, that's all right. He, he <laughs> understands, uh, you as a as a hungry person that's meeting your mm-hmm. hero, it sounds yeah. like. You know? No, and he like he'll listen. He has like a good. He has like his homies around him all the time, and he'll be like, "Go watch Jack and tell me what you think." And they'll go back and tell him. Wow. And so he'll be like, "Cool, you're good then." Yeah. But he'll yeah. never. He doesn't watch. I just don't think he likes to watch people because I don't think he wants it in his head. So right. People are like that. There's so he doesn't like start. I don't. I don't know why he doesn't like watching, but he he won't watch me. He's right. seen stand up so much. I yeah, he, it's just like it's probably, and I'm sure it's like how I look at open micers, where I'm like, "What are you doing? Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that!" I'm sure he's on the highest level of that, where he can deconstruct my bit to a level that is, annoys him. How bad it is! The, the oddball—that's a big show. It too. was crazy. Like that's, that's like a—is that stadium? It's pretty much a like a huge. Is it the one? Twenty-one that, years old. Twenty-two years old. Twenty thousand people. Wow. Private jets. What? Private jets. Private, private jets. jets. It, I only did four shows because Steve ran as easy. He had to drop out. What was that like? The private jet. Did you get some good it, snacks? It, of course. <laughs> I had a prime rib in the sky. No. <laughs> no. I had That's a prime rib hear, in Jack. the sky, and That's we got amazing. to smoke weed, and it was crazy. And and there's like one of my favorite moments ever was uh, we're flying back from the Austin show, and everyone's passed out. Like it's crazy. T.J. Mills right here, Jelznick's right there, Sebastian Mountscoggle's right there, and everyone's just passed out. And me and Amy Schumer are, are like up smoking weed, talking about how to how to eat pussy right. 
Wow. <laughs> and, and like me and Amy Schumer talking, and she's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. You have to go up and under. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Was she coming on to you? No, no, no. Okay. She had a man. Her man right. was right there. But she fair just, enough, she just enjoyed talking. She, she <laughs> yeah. enjoys talking about pussy just like I do. And so we just had a great conversation. Whose private jet was it? Uh, Live Nation's. So okay, I was wow. thinking it'd be like no, no, no. It wasn't. Some it wasn't somebody's. No, no, no. Everyone's no. just camping out in a brothers. Yeah. Um. So uh, from that, uh, you uh, were you writing during or so you're 21, and then afterward you start writing. Did you? Meet yeah. Anything? After after all that, I did like Montreal, of course, and and then once I did Montreal, I came back to town and did the show called Meltdown. Which is like Kumel Nanjiani and right, Jonah right, Ray right. show, and I just had like a real good set, and Chelsea Peretti and Nick Crow were there, and that's how I got Big Mouth. Oh, great! Oh, wow, great. that's awesome. And now you write for it, and your character. Yeah, that's and that's I've been amazing. there for three years now. Perfect. What's uh, what's it like working with Nick Crow? He's a genius. Yeah. There's nobody there's like off the cuff. I mean, of course, he's the nicest. Da 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 da. Yeah. But he, but he's just like a comedic genius on a natural level where he has the. There's some comics, I, of course, like Chappelle and Burn all the Burt. His his first instinct is funny, right? And that right. takes years. Like his every like he could just pick up an orange and like it has to be funny. He has to pick up an orange funny. Right. He has to go pee funny. He has to open a door funny, and that's <laughs> right. how he just lives his life. Right. And that's why he's so prolific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just dumb, crazy smart. And it's it's awesome. Like he'll like with the in Big Mouth, he plays fifteen characters. So he'll be in the room as we're writing, and he'll just he'll riff what's going on in the scene before there's anything on the paper. There's nothing on the paper, but he'll riff between Coach Steve. Then he'll jump into the hormone monster. Then he'll he'll jump into his character Nick. Then he'll jump into Lola. Then he'll like he'll jump between five characters, all making up all their punchlines. And we're like, yeah, okay, I guess we just write all that down. Right, right. It's he's he's insane. What was your first experience when you first started, when you were in the writer's room for the first time? The first were you nervous or, like, how was that? I was in the what was that like? Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't, I wasn't nervous because I, I kind of knew everybody. I, mean. I kind of knew everybody okay. in there. Okay. It was like Sean O'Connor and, like, Gerard Carmichael and the Lucas Bros and shit and, like, Nick Weidenfeld. So everyone was kind of, I was kind of comfortable. Okay. I just didn't understand anything about scripts and anything about how to make any type of television. So I would just right. sit there and I'll wait for everybody to get stuck on a joke. And I'd be like, what about this? And then that would be the only way I would talk. Oh, okay. I would never like okay this story doesn't make sense I wouldn't break down acts or anything or right, fucking right. try and develop a character but I'd be like oh you need me to make a Will Smith joke got it <laughs> right 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 right. that's awesome do you still feel like uh, you kind of like to do that kind of be the ghost in the room that comes up with a great joke right at like right in the end like, no well, this, or you, you kind of just no because I'm now I'm at no Big Mouth has has a bunch of those people like there's people like Joe Wangert who if you don't know him is, a, is a, I love Joe he's great but he's yeah. a, he's just a killer yeah so it's just like no matter where we are in the script if we need a joke Joe got us mm-hmm. so now like now since I know that there's someone to just come up with a fire ass joke whenever the fuck I like I'm trying to learn as much, as much as I can about how to make a script and how to like develop a show so I'll participate more in the storytelling right, and try right. and make the storytelling funny and interesting more so than deliver the joke right right so, so we got the comedy lineup uh, yes. tell us about that yeah, that, that, that was awesome yeah. that was fucking really really awesome 
Well, that, that came along after uh, I had this this pilot present or this pilot for Comedy Central called Playlist, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be like a live stand up show with music at the end. And on the show was me, Taylor Thomason, who did the comedy lineup, Teddy Ray, and Ahmed Weinberg, and the rapper was No Name. And it's on Comedy Central if you want to go watch it. It's up okay. now, but uh, great. One they didn't pick it up, and I was like really bummed out. And so Netflix called literally the next day when they didn't pick it up, and they're like, "Hey." They didn't pick up your show. You want to come do something for us? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and so, so they, I just remember they offered, at the time, it was like just me and Tim Dillon. And I was like, I can't fucking wait to see what this turned. And then like my best friend, Sam J, got the call. I was like, oh, we're about to go up in this bitch and That's awesome. do it. Yeah. Right. And it came out nice. I got to work with my friends. Like everybody, the, like the production staff was Dinner Thieves, who helped me with playlists. The director was Chris Dorr, who like is amazing. He did like... Uh, Gerard's last special, Hassan Minaj's special, Bo Burnham's oh, wow. last special. He helped on eight. That movie is out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. So he he made he made it look just beautifully shot. Uh, what what advice would you give to other comics that are just starting out that want to get into it? Comedy that is. Your identity is not as funny as jokes. So don't lean into that. Lean into lean into what makes you funny. Don't lean into what makes you different. Okay. Wow, that's that's I really like that. good. Felt deep too. <laughs> felt no, I deep. think I think that we're living in a time where the world is garbage. So we, as as a culture, are, are trying to find. Um, and I don't want to sound like a fucking trumper here, but we're we're trying to diversify without the without talent. And if you just let talent naturally come, it will naturally come. Just because just because Hassan Minaj Hassan Minaj is hilarious because he's hilarious. He's not hilarious because he's Muslim. Right, right. You know I mean, right. so it's just like yeah. if you just everyone's just patient, and shut the fuck up, and chill, and let people develop their voices and figure out what the fuck they're trying to say. We don't have to keep rushing up all these garbage ass versions of da 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 da. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. it's, so it's like if you're a young comic, please don't look up. Please don't look up to those people who are who are who are on because of their identity and not on because they're funny. Right. Look look up to people who are funny. Sounds That's like a awesome. dang Trumper if you ask me. <laughs> Jesus. Get no, it just, it, it just makes me so sad because it's just like, oh, man, the industry's passing up so many motherfucking beasts just because we have Trump as president. Sure. Do you have any other uh, new projects that you're excited about that you um, want to talk about? Or? Yeah. Uh, of course, Big Mouth New Season's coming out in September. Awesome. Uh, I'll be in London uh, September. Oh, cool. Doing residency at the Soho House. What? Yeah. How long are you there for? I'm there the last the last week of that month. Great, because we have a big London following. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I oh, about to say. <laughs> we could. We could. I thought you were going to say we're going to bring our podcast. I yeah, thought you were we'll going to go. say that. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I was go. like, let's go. I'll fucking come. <laughs> I want to go there. Let's, let's do a live it. show. Yeah, I'll fucking open that bitch up. Let's get good. it going. That yes. sounds great. I, yeah. I love London. Been there. I've been there. You've been to London Town? Yeah. Boom. Well, thank you for coming by. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Best, fun. Yeah. 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 Again, the comedy lineup on Netflix right now. You Watch go all it. the you're on the you go all the way up there, click, and you'll see. J A K Knight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so Jack. much again thank for coming. You guys in. are awesome. Yeah, yeah you too. Trip. You too. Have a good uh, time in London, yeah. England. And now a word from our fake sponsor that Greg Buckman believes to be real. Wow. Hello, it's newsman Greg Buckman here asking you to check out Whoopsie Daisies. Whoopsie Daisies has everything from burgers to fruit bat soup. Yummy. Wow. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Wow. Whoopsie Daisies. 
think of them as your own personal walk-in kitchen. Whoopsie daisies. Eat more, think less. Wow. Again, that's a fake sponsor that Greg Buckman believes to be real. That's interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to that time in the podcast where we hear news from Greg Buckman, the wow man himself, Greg Buckman. Wow, I'm Greg Buckman. How is everybody today? Wow. Wow. Here's the news. Wow. Wow. Webcam model turns sitting on cakes into a career. Lindsay Dye, a 30-year-old Brooklyn resident, makes the bulk of her income from webcam modeling and performing as a cake sitter. Dye has become known for her sexy, messy, modern performances in which she sings songs like the Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life, while grinding into a frosted birthday cake. She takes herself and her work very seriously, says fellow cake fetish, model, and bondage historian, ass meat ass ass meet a question wow what a name well the best part of her job is the feeling she gets when sitting on a cake says die she feels powerful and in control and enjoys assing her cake and eating it too wow what do you think about that greg uh wow does anybody want a piece wow news 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 with greg news 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 with greg Greg is uh, trying to scroll up on my computer because uh, on the touch screen, but my computer's not touch screen, so th- I'll help him out here for a second. <laughs> oh, wow, it's kind of stuck. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry, Greg. It's not a touch screen, so that's my fault. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's all right. Wow, modern technology. Wow. Indoor glow in the dark miniature golf course opens in Virginia Beach. Wow. You probably played miniature golf, but did you ever play in an enchanted world filled with vibrant glow in the dark G N O M E S gomes? Gnomes. 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 Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, the pills. Anyway, volcanoes and beaches. Now you have the chance at parties, blacklight, 3D golf. An indoor mini golf course located at the intersection of General Booth Boulevard and Dam Neck Road. Dam Neck darn Road. Darn, darn neck. neck Road. Oh, Darn Neck Road. What, what do you think about that, Greg? Well, um, I, I'm not very good at miniature golf, but uh, well, I'd love to go there and news, try news, it out. News, 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 news with Greg. News, 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 news with Greg. Wow, here's an interesting one. Wow, I've never heard of such a thing. Wow, super strong bodybuilding grandmother says men want to be dominated by her sexually. Wow. Hmm. I'll get her number. Wow, 68-year-old bodybuilder. You're married. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe I won't get her number. What's the thing wow. about you? What Pills? You mentioned pills. Adderall. Adderall. Okay, we don't want people to think you're like a pill. No, no, no. It's ADHD. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, Continue. Okay, wow. Uh, Maybe you start over with... Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, Where was I? Super strong bodybuilding grandmother says men want to be dominated by her sexually. 68-year-old... Craig, you're married. I'm sorry, I forgot. Just start over. Just start over. Okay, grandma. Okay. Super strong bodybuilding grandmother says men want to be dominated by her sexually. Greg, Greg you are married. married. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I'm reading the headline. Oh, oh I thought you were again. talking about you your personal life. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want grandma tying me up. Wow. Okay. Start um, over. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. Wow. Super strong bodybuilding grandmother. Greg, you're married. Greg, you're married. <laughs> wow. I'm only reading something about grandma. You're not saying this. 
No, no, no. I'm okay. going to tell everybody about grandma. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Super strong bodybuilding grandmother says men want to be dominated. News, news, news. News with Greg. Oh, news, he news. likes this one. Okay. Well, no, it's okay. It's okay if you guys want to, but I'll, I'll give you her name at least. No, no. Read the no, whole read story. The whole thing. He likes Sorry. this one. Wow. Super strong. <laughs> Are you getting mad that we're in? No, no, I, I don't. Are you ever, sure you look well, like no, you're no, I'm mad. not. I'm, I'm not getting mad. I'm no, no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, never get mad. Wow. Uh, wow. Super strong bodybuilding grandmother says men want to be dominated by her sexually. Sixty-eight-year-old bodybuilder Angela Suckadick. That's her name, Suckadick. Angela can lift her own weight, and she says men are always trying to chat her up because they want her to dominate them. Well, suck a dick says that she's plagued by men asking her to lift them, pin her down, and wrestle in the nude, despite having a help re- hip replacement, not help, hip replacement last year from arthritis. The mother of two is pretending to be in her 40s. Wow. Hmm. Angela says that she seldom gets asked out, even though she's been engaged three times. She puts it down to coming across and intimidating. I think men are strange creatures. Men stare at my ass, but I'm very seldom asked out because I think fundamentally they find my physique manly. Well, how do we scroll up? There's more to this one. Um, how do you get up there? Get it up. Don't touch the screen. Oh, oh, oh. No, it's not a touch screen. Sorry, I forgot. Wow, I, I can't seem to scroll up on this one. This is very interesting. She has her phone number. Okay. Oh, really quick. Suck a dick. Wow, that's her name. Suck a dick. I'm not being rude. I suck a dick. Wow, suck a dick. Wow, suck a dick. Wow, I can't believe that's her name. Wow, suck a dick. Started competing by the mid-90s. She won numerous competitions. Suck a dick. Wow. Numerous competitions at one point held seven titles, including the prestigious Rip Curl 400. Today, she is no longer competes, but Angela still trains for about 90 minutes six times per day. And although guys might be intimidated by her body, they still are interested in nude wrestling. Well, at almost 70, Angela doesn't see an end to her weightlifting coming anytime soon. While I have carpal tunnel surgery in both hips, but trained at the gym on crutches. Wow. I'm, I've gone in plaster, and I've always trained. It's a dedication. I'll keep going as long as I've got a pulse, and wow, I can walk. Wow, Grandma's got something going on. Wow. What do you, what do you think? think about that, Greg? Well, I think it's amazing that suck a dick can work out that long every day, and guys are still looking at her ass. Well, because um, Greg, she's... you're married. <laughs> you're married. Well, I news, I, news, 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 news with Greg. News, 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 news with Greg. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you, Earth. Thank you, Planet Earth. Thank you, Jack Knight. Thank you, uh, Internet, for being here. Thank you, Chase Bernstein, for finally squaring it away with our Buckman himself. And thank you to the newsman. And Kathy, where were you? Where are you? Kathy didn't show up? Kathy didn't show up. We miss you, Kathy. We love you. Bye.